y'all. Happy late Sunday, early Monday. <laughs> I'm sorry if I sound dead. I'm a little tired. Um, just finished finessing an essay for a class that was due at 1159. Uh, I just handed it in at 1151. So, you know, that's eight minutes. That's, that's a long time. And I see I did it. Anyway, y'all did not come here to hear about my procrastination and my finessing college. Um, maybe that'll be another podcast. How to finesse college. God. I don't even know if I have that answer. If I did, I probably still I'd be done. But um, what we're here to talk about today is health. Also, I don't know about y'all, but I've been on the start of this little seven-day detox thing. And you got to drink two gallons of water. Have y'all ever had two gallons of water? Every day? Consistently? Uh, it's a lot. It, it's, it's a lot. But, you know, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm at one gallon right now. Anyway, speaking of, we're going to talk about health. Um, not mental health, because mental health is going to be its own little podcast, because it deserves that. We're going to talk about physical health. Because, and I just want to preface this with the type of person that I am. I am the type of person that watches 600 Pound Life on TLC with my girlfriend while eating Popeyes. Yeah, I know. The irony does not escape me. But now that I've started this little detox thing, I still watch the show and I truly realize how hard it is to change your diet because I'll be honest, I watch the show and I'm like, but if you don't change, you're going to die. So why not change? Now, am I 600 pounds? No, I am above the average weight, but still healthy and it's still really hard for me to change. Y'all don't realize how much sugar and salt y'all have until you can't have any. To the point, I can't have fruit this week. Fruit. I love fruit. Fruit is my middle name. Banana, oranges. Actually, no, bananas can go somewhere. The only bananas I stand are platanos. Anyway. Apples, watermelon, cherries, grapes, give it to me. I can't have none of that. Not even natural sugar. Salt, can't have no salt. I'm allowed to have a teaspoon of balsamic dressing on my salad. And y'all, when I tell you that little bit of balsamic be hitting just because it has some salt in it, it's crazy. And healthy stuff healthy stuff. I'm not talking about organic stuff. I'm just talking about some plain old regular regular vegetables from Stop and Chop and you know healthier alternatives. It's expensive. It's a lot. The amount of money that 
as a student, I had to spend for one week's worth of food for this detox was around 120 bucks. Not only on food, but on supplies like meal prep containers and a water bottle that is 64 ounces because two gallons is a lot. And I'm sorry, I don't feel like drinking a normal Poland spring water bottle 16 times. So it's like you have to get these things and you have to have the money. So it's like being healthy is a privilege. You know, gym memberships, healthcare. Like, I'm lucky enough that in my college, my gym is free. But one of my best friends goes to a university that shall remain nameless. And on top of a tuition that is already exorbitant, like most colleges around the U.S., they charge for gym access. It's not included in the tuition. And other people, you know, sure, there's Blink and there's Planet Fitness and there's like the $10 a month options, but then go ahead and try and cancel. Go ahead, go ahead. Cancellation fees and the fine print and the nickel and diming, the healthy food, the supplies, the clothing to work out because you can't go running in jeans, right? You got to have some sweatpants and all these things. And it all comes together and it makes it really daunting to want to maybe pursue a healthier lifestyle. And I think I just didn't realize how much, you know, it's a privilege that, okay, my gym on my campus is free. Um, I have a job on campus. So I do have money where I can afford to buy these foods. I'm also in a well-to-do area. So I have access to stores like Whole Foods and Trader Joe's where the produce, while organic and like much more expensive, but it's still very good produce. I have access to produce like Japanese yams. Japanese yams, like I have one in my fridge. You can't get that everywhere. (laughs) And it's just the expense. It's like a taxation on being healthy. And yet you're judged. You're judged when physically you don't seem apparently healthy, whether you're heavier than average or, you know, maybe you're huffing and puffing going up the stairs. Like, for example... Have you ever felt shame in just being like, you know what, I want to take an elevator and there's nobody in the elevator. So you're like, yes, I'm going to take this elevator one floor. And then somebody gets in and sees that you press the button for one floor. And so you look down because you don't want to be judged. And it's like no words are said. Sometimes I get into the elevator and I see somebody pressed one floor and I'm just like, it's all good. I would do the same. You know, it's, there's this, there's this shame on having to be healthy, you know, physically healthy. But the thing is, how can you tell if somebody's healthy? Just because they're heavier doesn't mean they're healthy. And just because they're skinny doesn't mean, I mean, I'm sorry, just because you're bigger doesn't mean you're not healthy. And just because you're maybe skinny doesn't mean you are the healthiest For example, my girlfriend, beautiful woman, she would be considered healthy. She's fit. She looks fit. But that woman can't do a push-up. 
to save her life. Like, now she's doing it, and I'm so proud of her. But people would think she's healthy and fit, but she technically isn't fit, right? She can't do certain physical things. She's getting better at it. But my my brother, my brother is almost six foot, and he looks a little chunky, but he's a football player, and he can bang out some push-ups, and he's healthy. He's fit. But people maybe seeing him would think he's a little heavy. And I don't know. I just think that our definitions of health have to change, and our access to it has to change. You know, it should be just as easy for me to grab some broccoli from a store as it is a bag of chips. And if it's not that accessible, then we have to ask ourselves, why not? And then also, not to get into it, but you know what, let's do it. When you look at the communities that don't have access to the healthy foods, it's usually communities of color. They live in food deserts. And that's not just urban. It could be like rural, like the nearest supermarket that has produce can be very far or hard to access. But when you go to areas that are more well-to-do or have a certain population in it, there's Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, there's tons of gourmet markets that have food that you never see in other stores. Like I said, guys, Japanese yams is my example. (laughs) And it's just being a person of color coming from a place in New York City. I'm lucky enough to live by a supermarket. But I have friends who live in food deserts and it's hellacious for them to try and go get healthy foods and options are limited or the nearest gym to them is a train ride away. Like gyms are far and wide. And so it can just be difficult for them to go to the gym and then get food and bring that with them and It's unfortunate because there's tons of people who would love to start a transformative journey to do a detox and just maybe get right. But it can be really, really hard to start because of issues with access. And, you know, this is not an excuse. It's not, oh... They just don't want, no, they maybe can't afford a gym membership right now. Look, I know for some people $10 is whatever, but for some people, every dollar counts. And so maybe they can't afford it. And maybe, you know, that those cucumbers for $7 is just a little too steep. And I think people are judged way too hard for health especially 
amongst younger people in the age of social media and photos and being seen as desirable. But we have to look at access. We have to look at what people are able to have. And, you know, recently I dealt with a loved one and some recent health scares and it was like harrowing to watch them go through that. But then I thought about, wow, I mean, at least this person has medical insurance. Because had they not had medical insurance, I don't even know what would have happened in their situation. And it really made me think about it. That's why I'm on the detox now, because that really inspired me to get my health right. But I can. That's the important part. Like, yeah, I'm complaining about drinking water, two gallons of water. And yeah, it's hard to regulate my diet from salt and sugar. But these are all things that I can do. I have access to gyms and stores with good produce. And I just have the money to supply this endeavor. And it just really made me think we have to do something. We have to find a way to maybe be healthy on a budget. And I'm not sure like how to go about that, but I'm sure it exists. With enough time, I'd probably think of a way. But sometimes that just means cutting corners and that's rough. Hmm. I don't know, guys. I mean, if you have any ideas, please comment them below. Because I would love to do something where you don't need gym access and or, you know, machines. And maybe there's food ideas or maybe methods of budgeting that could work. I'm not not that people don't budget. It's just maybe a food storage budget. I'm not sure. I really don't know. Um, but I guess I'm just low-key ranting because it shouldn't be this hard. It shouldn't be this hard for people without the necessary means to be healthy. Because look at it. It's like a never-ending vicious cycle, right? People don't necessarily have the funds to get healthy, So then health declines. And then these people have to go to the doctor. And maybe they don't have medical insurance, or maybe they do, but then the tip from the doctor is, you know, lose weight or change your diet or add in some form of exercise. And, but then you can't afford those fixes. And so it's just, it's like never ending. It's like healthcare, food, access to like medicines and stuff like that. One of the medicines for my loved one was something that they really needed. And insurance covered it, but they were fine. That was that one medicine, which was the size 
of half of my finger was $500 per bottle. And the other medicines were all at like two, three, four hundred dollars. And that's insane. But look, this isn't an argument for free healthcare because it's like, what is that gonna do? <laughs> but I guess what I'm arguing is just try your best with what you have. You might not be able to f- follow a plan to the T because you might not have it or because you just literally might, you might have the money, but not have the store. You might not be able to find the right thing, you know, but just do the best for you that you can work out. I don't know. Drink some more water. It's good for the skin. (laughs) Um, just do what you can with what you have. And that's better than nothing. Because I think this started because I wanted to be perfect and I wanted to follow the plan perfectly. And it doesn't work like that because you just might not be able to. But that doesn't mean that your transformation is any less worthy or any um, or any less successful. Because it'll happen. It'll happen in its own time. As long as you're trying your best to change your lifestyle, you will. You will be able to. I think just take care of yourself because there's only, you know, you only have one of yourself and it's a lot. I'm telling you guys, I think many of us take health for granted in many different forms, whether it's just breathing or eyesight, hearing, you know, just the ability to do certain things. Because I tell you, I have asthma. Sometimes when I have an asthma attack, I'd be like, I never appreciated my breath. I I can't breathe. And then as soon as I can breathe again, I'm like, oh my God, it feels so good. But then like three weeks later, I'm just like, whatever. I'm not thinking about it. You know, I'd be leaving my inhaler around. I'm telling you, one day my asthma gonna be like, go ahead. Play that dangerous game. (laughs) Just be appreciative for what you have. Keep it for as long as you can. Do right by yourself. And never be afraid to start a transformation. Whether you want to gain, you want them gains, you want to be brolic, start that. You want to lose a little bit of weight because you're feeling a little chunky around the middle, go ahead. You start that. Or you just want to drink some more water. Go ahead. Start it. Takes three weeks. Three weeks to develop a habit. And three months to develop a lifestyle. And I'm telling you, three weeks passes by real quick. And as long as you do it, by the third month, you change your whole way of doing things, of thinking, Just try your best. Like I said last week, it's your definition of success. And as long as you're following that definition, and as long as you're doing what you have to do for you, y'all got this. So I leave you with this little bit of advice. Try 
and just not watch 600 pound life while eating Popeyes. Trust me. It's not a good feeling when you look back at it. <laughs> also, slightly not sure of what I'm talking about. <laughs> Have a great night, guys. Or a good morning, whenever you hear this. And thanks for tuning in for a second episode. I will see y'all next week. Hopefully not as tired because I don't have an essay to finesse next week. Hmm, maybe that'll be next week's episode. How to finesse things. Not only an essay, because I know that there's non-students. Good night, guys. Good night. <laughs>